a review of the Raven R9 next on the crossbowexpert.com show. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Chris Larson from crossbowexpert.com. Today we want to talk about the new Raven R9 and we'll talk some R15 as well. We've got a lot of people giving us a call and asking us about these crossbows and uh I guess first let me say the Raven R15 so far, we're in late May, has been really, really hard to get our hands on one. I haven't even got a chance to shoot the R15 yet, but we've had a lot of opportunities to play with the R9. They're basically the same crossbow. The main difference, obviously, is with the R15, it's $500 more, but you're getting that speed up to about 425 feet per second. So more speed, more power, but a few more dollars as well. But the kind of the big thing when people look at these Raven crossbows and what gets them excited is just how narrow they are. You're looking at about 10, 10 and a half inches uncocked axle to axle, but about six inches axle to axle when cocked. So it's super narrow. You know, one of the things that they use in their marketing, which I'm personally not a big fan of, is it's the crossbow that thinks it's a rifle. And, you know, those of us in the crossbow community, we've been kind of battling the whole this cro- a crossbow is a gun thing for many, many years. And <clears throat> the last thing I want is for somebody to, to think that it's like a rifle because, as you know, if you've been shooting crossbows, you know that uh, they are very, very far from being like a rifle. And, and they're definitely more bow-like than rifle-like. Um, but at any rate, it's super narrow and... You know, if you got somebody who's going to do a lot of spot and stock hunting, that narrowness really means a lot to you. Um, with that R9, you're getting 390 plus feet per second. Um, I've shot several of them through um, chronographs, and I'm getting anywhere from 390 up to 400. Um, in my review that I just put up on crossbowexpert.com, the one that we tested for that review was shooting between 395 and 398. So plenty of speed in the crossbow. Um, you know, <laughs> if you can't take something down with that kind of speed, then then I guess you need to go to a rifle. But uh, kind of another distinctive feature with this crossbow is the railless system. That arrow does not actually sit on a rail. It's floating. There's like an arrow rest, a rolling rest at the front of the crossbow. Um, that the end of the arrow sits on and then they've got a a knock system that looks a lot like a knock on a uh, compound bow that actually latches on to the string so that arrow is is really just floating uh, in the center out there in front of nothing and they do this too with this trigger system that they have the trigger actually comes forward when the crossbow is uncocked, attaches to the string, and then you crank it back. And unlike a lot of other crossbows that are out there, there's no option to get the Raven without a crank. It has to have the crank, and that's because of this unique trigger system. And when it drops down, clicks on the string, and the cool thing is when you start pulling it back, the way that trigger system set up, it's always going to get in the true center of that string, and that's going to help uh, get you that accuracy that you're looking for. The other cool thing about their crank that I don't think is in any other crank that's out there is basically it's there's a clutch built into the crank handle, 
And what that clutch, clutch does is it makes it impossible for you to overcock the crossbow. So once that trigger is in place, if you just sat there and spun around the crank, nothing would happen. Um, and that's where we see a lot of people mess up with some of the other cranks is they, they overcrank that crossbow and do some damage to the serving and their string. And um, with this Raven, the way the crank system works, that's not something that you could do. Um, <clears throat> the spec sheet on the Raven shows it at 6.9 pounds. Um, I've actually weighed a lot of different crossbows. I do tons of reviews for Crossbow Magazine, and we do them for our website. And I can tell you, I always call it true weight and advertised weight. The true weight of a crossbow is never anywhere near the advertised weight. And in some cases, when I measure these crossbows, I don't know where they got the advertised weight. Um, but I know a lot of times they weigh them without scopes and without stirrups and without all kinds of things. Um, but that, that weight means nothing to me. What I want to know is what does the crossbow really weigh? Um, when it has everything on it that you're going to hunt with it. So I weigh the crossbows with the scope, with the quiver, with the arrows, just like you would hunt hunting. And the bow weighs 8.9 pounds with all of that stuff. And again, if you take that 8.9 pounds and you compare it to some of the other advertised weights that are out there, it's not going to look very good. But I can tell you just from weighing a bunch of crossbows, um, you know, the 8.9 pounds is actually fairly light crossbow and I think it's actually the lightest crossbow that I've ever weighed that had a crank on it so very uh, nice nicely weighted crossbow most of your crossbows with the cranks you're gonna be right around 10 pounds so you're, you're shaving about a pound off your average crossbow that has a crank built into it I shot that R9 I was telling you earlier um, through the chronograph 395 to 398 and then trigger is always something that people are wanting to know about. And the main thing I can tell you about triggers with crossbows, too, is that, you know, the people who are really into triggers want that trigger to feel like a trigger would feel on an AR. But you have to understand on a crossbow, that trigger is actually holding the string back. So if you put a super light trigger on that crossbow, you know, the, the trigger on a rifle doesn't actually hold a lot of pressure back. But on a crossbow, you're holding back the draw weight of the crossbow. So, you know, you could be pulling back in some cases up to 300 pounds that trigger's holding back. So uh, I measured the trigger on this crossbow at 3.2 pounds, which, again, is about average. Um, some of your crossbows out there can be a little less, but... Most of the time, a really good high-quality crossbow is going to be right around in that three-pound area. So kind of an average uh, trigger in there as far as draw weight. But again, you know, I, I don't get too hung up on triggers. There are some triggers out there that are lighter, but it, it's a good trigger. It's pretty crisp. No issues there. Uh, the scope that it comes with, people ask me about the scope quite often. It's a very good scope. I mean, if you're a scope snob, you may want to go with an upgrade. If you do, we offer that upgrade at crossbowexpert.com. We can get you set up with a Hawk. Uh, you can just call us, and we can get you set up with a Hawk deal. Um, but the the trigger or the scope that it comes with is a pretty darn good scope. It's got nine aiming points on it from 20 to 100 yards. Uh, it's got the speed compensation on it. It's got the illumination. It's a pretty good scope that, you know, 95% of the guys who 
pick up the Raven are going to be plenty happy with. Now, when I shot the crossbow on the range, the thing shot really well. And this is something that, you know, I've seen some people talk about the accuracy of the crossbow, but honestly, when I compare it to other crossbows, you know, it, it stands really well against the other crossbows. Um, I shoot them off of a bench rest, so I'm not using, I'm not locking it down or anything, but just off a of bench rest um, at 30 yards, and I shot all three groups of three arrows. They were all under an inch and a half groups. Um, all fletchings were touching. So a really, really nice shooting group, especially, like I say, when you consider there's some human element involved there in that shooting. Um, the other cool thing, and I talked about that knock earlier on in the podcast, they have this proprietary knock. And the the reason why they have that is it does attach onto the string, but they have a completely different anti-dry fire than anybody else, at least that I've seen. Uh, most of your anti-dry fire mechanisms on crossbows are in front of the trigger. So that leads us to a potential dry fire situation or partial dry fire where people think they have the arrow all the way in and what happens is the arrow is not sitting on the string it hops over the arrow and you get a, a partial dry fire well with this knock system they've actually designed their anti-dry fire behind the string so that anti-dry fire system does not um, disengage until that knock fully envelops the string so what happens is if you just barely put the arrow on that string, the crossbow is not going to fire. You'll actually hear an audible clicking sound when that arrow gets in there correctly. And at that point is when the anti-dry fire mechanism gets disengaged and you're allowed to, to shoot. And I actually tested this when I was shooting the crossbow um, and didn't put the arrow in all the way just to see what would happen. And the crossbow didn't fire. So, I mean, it, it did exactly what it was designed to, to, to do. And it's really a brilliant design. And to be honest with you, I'm, I'm really surprised that no one else has come up with a system like this where, with that anti-dry fire being on the back side of the string. Um, another cool thing, another feature that people will like about this crossbow is you can uh, decock it without firing it. And essentially what you're doing is reversing the, uh, the firing uh, order. You're doing it in backwards order. Make sure you take the arrow out before you do this. Um, you know, there's a little bit of uh, angst with this and that. Basically what you're doing is disengaging the click, click, click on the, on the crank. And some people are concerned that if they're doing the decocking method, and their hand slips off the crank that they would basically you know dry fire their crossbow and i think that there is some potential for that the thing i would say is you know if you feel your hand slipping when you're doing this you have to disengage that click 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 by using a lever on the bottom of the crossbow let go of that too and then it'll freeze up it'll stop and you won't dry fire the crossbow but that's one of the things i've heard from people when we've talked to them about decocking um, the other thing is there's some people that, you know, obviously when we do reviews, they don't want to hear just the good stuff. They want to hear the bad stuff too. Um, and honestly, I really feel like they've thought about everything on this crossbow. It seems like they've taken all of the stuff that um, you typically see 
cause a failure in a crossbow and they've thought about it and have really eliminated it you know the big downside obviously with this crossbow is the price tag and you know it's it's a fifteen hundred dollar crossbow for the r9 for the r15 you're looking at two thousand dollars and for a lot of people that's just completely out of their price range and if it is then you know i don't blame you i i <laughs> I, I think if it would be difficult for me to do that as well in, in a lot of cases so um that would be a big negative with the crossbow with the price um the other thing about them is is they do have that super narrow uh, look and feel to them and it makes it so that a normal archery shop's bow press really can't service them um so you know your average mom and pop type of bow shop probably isn't going to have the equipment to service them if you do need service, um, us at crossbowexpert.com, we can service the crossbow for you. We have the special press that you need. Um, if you're one of those type of people that like to service things yourself, they do actually sell that press that you need to service the Raven. But, I mean, it's it's about it's a little under $300, so it's not cheap. But if you wanted to do the service yourself, you possibly could do that. Otherwise, um, you know, all of our customers, we can service them as well. Um, the other complaint that if you really look around and look for complaints on this crossbow is accuracy. Um, I think they've cleaned up a lot of that. They um, initially sent these crossbows out with gold tip arrows, but have since switched to black eagles, and the black eagles seem to be uh, a little more consistent, and people are seeing a lot better results with the shooting with the black eagles. The other thing I think that really has caused the pushback on the accuracy is just their marketing campaign. Um, they keep showing the crossbow being shot at 100 yards and advertising it as a rifle. And I think that a lot of people that are new to crossbows go out and buy the crossbow and then try to shoot it at 100 yards and don't get those type of results and then say the thing isn't accurate. And what they don't realize is that Yes, it's a crossbow. Um, it is easier, if, especially if you're using support, um, to master longer ranges than it would be with a compound bow. But it still takes some skill. It still takes some practice. And there's still a lot of elements, you know, like wind and all different things that you have to deal with that maybe a rifle at 100 yards, you're really not too concerned with wind at 100 yards with your rifle. Whereas with an arrow, you know, a little bit of wind at 100 yards can really change things. Um, you know, and that's another question that we're going to get a lot just because of this marketing campaign they have is, can I shoot deer at 100 yards? Well, personally, I say no. I don't think you can with any um, art piece of archery equipment, whether it's the Raven or anything else. At 395 feet per second, and keep in mind the arrow is losing speed as it's traveling out to 100 yards, it's still going to take about a second to travel to its destination at 100 yards. Just keep in mind it's losing speed as it's moving. A lot can happen in a second with an animal, especially if they're moving through the woods or moving across a field. Where your bullseye is sitting, where your your X of your crosshair is sitting, when you pull the trigger, it's probably not going to be the same place on that animal when the arrow hits. 
and especially if we're dealing with rutted up bucks that have maybe been called in or are coming in looking for a fight, you know, they are going to jump to any sound they hear. If you've got a relaxed animal out in the field feeding, not so much. You're not going to see the string jump. But um, in my opinion, with any piece of archery equipment, and honestly, a lot of it has to do with the shooter as well. Um, I've seen some shooters that can hit targets consistently 100 yards. Um, again, I don't. I the the bow has plenty of energy, um, but there's just a lot of things that are going to happen with the animal when you're shooting at 100 yards, and it takes a second or a second and a half for the arrow to get there. Um, you know, I, I think it's a 60-yard and in weapon, and for shooters that are going to try to shoot without support, without sticks, you know, I, I think it's even closer in than that. Um, we had a guy last year come in and buy a crossbow from us, and I'm not going to tell you what brand it is. It doesn't really matter what brand it is. It has nothing to do with the brand. But, um, you know, he was a compound bow shooter and a very good one, and he decided he was not going to miss any deer this year, and he was going to go to a crossbow because it's easier. And he bought the crossbow, um, went out and shot in the range, and just was all over the place. And he thought something was wrong with the crossbow. We went out there, put it up on sticks, and had no problem shooting great groups with it at 30 yards. But he was trying to shoot freehand at 30 yards, and he, I mean, he had just been told his whole life how easy crossbows were, and that's what he thought they were. And, um, you know, it, it takes skill to shoot them, and to shoot freehand at more than 20 yards, in my opinion, it's, 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 it could be more difficult than a compound bow. Just because the way that you have to support the front end of that crossbow, you know, even with the lighter bows, it's heavy out front. And it's hard for people to stay steady without some sort of support. So um, just keep in mind with really with any crossbow that if you've never shot a crossbow consistently before, um, it's going to take some time to practice and, and to get good with it. But the Raven R9, I really like the crossbow. Um, you know, the R15s, I can tell you right now, are very difficult to get. Um, we still have a waiting list to get them. And we, for the, those of you who are on them, I'm sorry, you know, every time we get a call, I say we got to be patient. And, and I think people are kind of getting tired of hearing that, but it's, they are uh, difficult to come by right now, but we have people um, in line. And as soon as they come in, we will get them out to you. We actually shipped one out to a guy today. Um, so as soon as they come in, we'll get them out. We turn them around in one day, get them out to you. But if you need an R9, I personally think, you know, 395 feet per second is plenty of speed. To me, the extra $500 to get, you know, 20 to 30 feet per second more, I'm just as happy with the R9. We've got those in stock right now. You can check them out at crossbowexpert.com. Thanks for listening to the show. We will catch you next time.